it's the Go Home, Go Home show. Because Full Gear is tonight or t- tomorrow, or depending on... We- anyway, it's coming up. And we had a good Go Home show with Dynamite. It was better than it has been in previous weeks. And this is AEW Rampage. Yeah, which I've not been delighted about recently, but this is better. Why? One of the reasons being, there's none of this. Look in my eyes, what do you see? No, CM Punk, who, who I think unbalances the show, comes out in the beginning, does nothing, and then people are saying, ooh, that's CM Punk. Didn't he used to be great? And the show, it's time, is it? That didn't happen here. Jungle Boy versus Bobby Fish, first up. Nice and fast. Bobby Fish, as you know, has been asked by Adam Cole to take Jungle Boy out. I think, first of all, to a film, and then to some kind of sushi bar, I understand. And there won't be cuddles later on. Now, early on, Fish works on the arm, takes it to the outside. There's a hammerlock throw, which is very nice. I like it when people work on a body part. Very good. It gives the match some kind of direction, really. But, Jungle Boy comes back with a suplex into the buckles and a German suplex for just a one count. He holds on, tries something else, no dice. Because Bobby Fish thinks, do you know what? I might as well try that myself. Suplex to the ropes. Even nastier, that, really, than a suplex to the buckle. Yes. Now, Jungle Boy gets the lock in. Fish taps out and, at the same time, becomes unconscious, which Taz has to mention. Don't see that very often. No, that's because it's crap. It wasn't a bad match, though, actually. Then Cole in, Cole's in, hugs Fish. Um, then Christian and Luchasaurus are out to stop Cole. And then the super, the, the kill switch to, uh, the kill switch to, uh, to, is it Cole? No, it's not. It's Fish. Cole goes. He turns tails and runs like a coward, you see. And the super elite watch from the walkway. There's nothing they can do because the coward, you see. Now, if they weren't heels, they'd be in there. Next, we've got the super elite. They're pulling a lot of duty here, being filmed by Brandon Cutler. And um, it says, three, two, one, just leave it. This is nice. He, Hangman Page comes in and confronts them. He apologises and says, you know, I've messed up matches for you. You messed up matches for me. So we're even. You shouldn't impose yourself. Because I think he says something about, I'll rip you. If Is he doing the Hulk Hogan now? Holds barred. Rip, rip, rip thing. He leaves. Cut it, cut it, they tell Cutler. And that's the end of the Super Elite for this programme, I think. Next, Jade Cargo versus Santana Garrett. It's got a 20-minute time limit, as if it will take even a quarter of that. There's a cake, which we, and we know where that's going to go. Um, we know how it's going to go, don't we? Velvet is in the crowd, because um, Red Velvet, because they're going to fight in the quarterfinals of the tournament. Um, Santana Garrett is a really important... I mean, they're not... They're not uh, protecting Jade Cargill at all. Santana Garrett is 0-3 in AEW, so, uh, you know, she's a real contender. <clears throat> Early on, there's a powerbomb and a Cargill pin in about five minutes. We didn't need the, the rest of the 15, you see. And then the cape goes into Sterling's face. And Cargill and Red Velvet fight. It's a bore. I know what they're doing with Cargill, but it's ri- the thing about AEW is some things are not handled really well, and it's all... Deep, deep angles and long games and really good planning. And some of them I just think, that's really obvious what you've just done. 
So Vic Carney. Okay, Arya Davari versus Dante Martin. This is actually very good, and it's not that Sean Davari, okay? So, um, or is it the other way around? No, this is Arya Davari, that's right. And um, this is a really good match, and Davari is a really good hand, I hope, that he's going to be in AEW long term. Dante Martin still has a very expressionless face. I thought for ages he was doing this stuff with Leo Rush, who's not there tonight because his grandmother has passed and thoughts with him. Um, but I thought he was doing a thing where he wasn't sure about Leo Rush, and that's why he was expressionless, but it just is, it looks like. There's some lovely stuff here, though. A lovely pop-up Rana from Martin. Very nice Davari guillotine leg drop. A huge, huge Davari uh, frog splash. Really nicely done for a two-count. Then a nice springboard leap uh, from Martin. And the springboard again, but this time the moonsault for the pin. Team Taz want to sign Martin. He's not sure. They asked him, asked him to consider it. What they should be doing is saying that Davari might be good for the team because he is rather good. Like him. Um, liked him in the past, like him now, hope he's going to continue to stay around. And the main event is the Lumberjack match, and they have some good fun with this. It's Orange Cassidy versus Matt Hardy. So, of course, the best friends and Chris Statlander are dressed as Lumberjacks. Oh, and uh, Wheeler Utah, keep forgetting. He's there as he was jobbed out to wardrobe on Dynamite. Why do you keep doing that to such a good talent? Okay, early on, Matt Hardy says that he'll give the... Um, he'll give the Lumberjacks 20 grand if they put a bounty on Orange Cassidy. And they do. And because they've got a Lumberjack match, it gives all those people they don't usually use an option to be seen on TV. Yes. So, for instance, the Butcher brutalises Orange Cassidy outside. There's a huge Matt Hardy neckbreaker. You've got um, Peter Avalon. Um, Jericho says on commentary, what's going on with Avalon's hair? It's an atrocity. It wasn't particularly good. There were man buns going on. I think there were three or four man buns on there. Then the wingmen get some get some attack action. The wingmen, remember them? A faction who came together purely because they weren't getting any time on TV. And now they don't get much time on TV. Okay, the, the best friends come over the top. Dual action. It's beautiful. Then they boost Orange over the top. That's very nicely done. Hardy's not done yet, though. So a side effect from him. And a good counter tilt to world DDT for Orange, which looked... Fabulous. He can do it. He's just got a very limited gimmick. Nasty quick pile driver, by the way, on Isaiah Cassidy when he tries to get in. That was really nice. It had such snap. And then orange punches for everyone who gets in the ring. Yeah. Finally, the ref is uh, distracted because, of course, it's bound to happen in matches of this nature. And the blade gets the brass, brass knocks, hits orange with them, rolls him up, and there's the pin. It was a fun match, and it was extraordinarily good to see Bunny getting the, 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 the nooks afterwards and smacking Chris Statlander with them, just for good measure. That was good. It en ended on a really good, hot, messy end, and that's quite right. I like a good, hot, messy end. It's on a toilet wall somewhere. Now, this should be a good pay-per-view, and I'm looking forward to it. It's at the same time as NJPW, and I cover NJPW for Sports Obsessive. So I think I'll be looking at that first if they've got the English commentary up quickly. But this made me want to watch the pay-per-view. And that's not been the case so far. Well done. No punk equals much fun. Ta-ta.